Yo, John Fitch here. How's everybody doing today? Doing good. It's the fourth, y'all. Celebrating freedoms today. America. America. Um, I don't know. All you guys might be out watching the works tonight. It's only seven here. Cali, it's still bright out. So I still have time to get to the works. But uh, I want to do a freedom show because we might not get to do them anymore soon. Losing <laughs> more and more freedoms every day. So we'll talk a little bit about that, I guess. I don't have, a, I don't have much to talk about other than America's great and people need to wake the fuck up because we're losing rights constantly. We got some things in the in the news we can talk about a little bit today, get some of you guys' opinions. I'll even share the link if somebody wants to jump on this beautiful 4th of July show and uh, create some fireworks on air. That'd be cool. I'll share that. I'll share that a little bit later. What are we playing today? Are you guys in? Wait for some more people to show up. Make sure you like and share. can play music on a Sunday night 
if it want to. This isn't communist China. Oh, thoughts on Connor Dustin three. I hope. I mean, I just hope Connor uh, Dustin puts him away and we get rid of him. I'm so, I'm so tired of the pro wrestling bullshit. It's not entertaining to me at all. I don't find it entertaining. I don't find any any of the shit that they've been doing in the last ten years for the UFC entertaining, and it's hard for me to watch. I turn the sound off if I'm going to watch fights today because I'm tired of the PR cocksucking from the people watching and commenting and whatever. It's just, it's just, it's, ah, it's gross. I don't like it. I mean, you know what? I don't like any of the pro sports watching any of the pro sports because it's the same shit. It's like you're watching the same thing over and over and over and you're pushing out same fucking messages. Everything's like scripted and put out the same way. It just doesn't feel like it used to. And I don't like it. It's not entertaining to me. The fights are still great. I still like watching fights. But the package that they they show for the fights around and stuff, like, I hate that. And it's not a sport. It's a production. So that's the worst part. So it's just um, it's just frustrating. But, yeah, guys, so, man, there's a lot of stuff going on. And there's not a lot we can do to control it. Other than, I mean, people need to start organizing and get together and talking. They're passing some fucking gun tax bullshit here in San Jose because somehow that makes sense. Criminals use illegal guns to create, to do crimes. And now they're saying that the legal gun owners are responsible for paying for those fuckers' crimes. How does that make any sense whatsoever? It doesn't, and it's not supposed to. This isn't about making sense. They're just, they're, we're under attack. We're in World War III. We are 100% in the middle of World War III. <laughs> you need to wake up. And I suggest everybody start to train, get in shape, and learn how to fight. That's the number one best, 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 best thing you could do for yourself. Know how to fight. That way they can't push you around. Man, it's going to be, it's going to be wild, man. See if, if the police actually go and start confiscating guns at people's houses. The elite in the house, Toots, saying, yo, happy fourth. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I want to get out of California. I want to get out of California. I do. This place is a fucking hellhole. But, like, I'm stuck as my fitch. Because my uh, kids, my fitch, my fitches, my little fitches. Right? And their mother is uh, brainwashing the thing that California is fine. It's just fine. It's fine. There's nothing wrong. It's fine. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy when the shit you've been predicting and talking to people about and telling people about for the last 10 years, maybe 20, <laughs> comes through and they still are like, oh, it's whatever. You're overreacting. Really? Are we? <sighs> man, are you, are you paying attention to some of the stuff? Uh, right. I, want, I wanted to show you guys some of the stuff that I've been watching over the few days that's ridiculous. One is the... Uh, did you see the fireworks that they set off in the, you know, it was a, it was a controlled explosion or it's supposed to be a controlled explosion. Yeah. Controlled explosion. Uh, how's my thing? There it is. And I thought this, this, this didn't get as much news coverage as I thought it should have. And people aren't talking about it as much as it should, because this doesn't look correct. Okay, there we go. This is the uh, what I'm talking about. They set off fireworks. They detonated them in a uh, 
you know, Bob Squad containment unit. And this and this is this is a whole like truck and case and whatever. And it's designed specifically for explosives, right? And they're like, oh, these are these are fireworks. Okay, but this doesn't look like a firework explosion. <clears throat> Boom! You see this? <laughs> it's <laughs> is that does that that doesn't seem like I don't know, man. That doesn't look like fireworks. I mean, was it was it was a stupidity? Did they make a stupid mistake? Did somebody screw up? I hope somebody got reprimanded or fired or something because they they messed up and they didn't they didn't put you know they put too many fireworks into to to detonate they put too many in there or uh was there something else was that an ied did somebody did they discover an ied it's it's wild man because that's just i'm gonna watch it again watch it again because that was a massive explosion massive explosion the whole truck disintegrated the, tr the car and the minivan Garbage cans turned over. I mean, it destroyed the car next to it. But that's supposed to be fireworks? Seriously? What do you guys think? Has anybody heard any other details about this stuff? It's just... It's wild, man. It's, it's beyond wild. That looks like some kind of uh, IED or something that they, they they confiscated, blew up, and they weren't expecting it to be that big. But, you know, I haven't seen any evidence to say it was something other than fireworks. Nobody's questioning it. It doesn't seem like. But I don't know, man. That looks kind of sketchy. Travis saying, uh, no way that's... Fireworks. Yeah, that is something more serious. But that's the thing, though, is like you always have to dissect these things. Like, because if it was like, if they could have spun it into a white nationalist terror organization, had a bomb, had a bomb confiscated, then they would push that, wouldn't they? Um, so maybe it was like a, uh, some other type of separatist group. There was a, there was a, the, the guys, the standoffs, you guys see the standoff stuff. Maybe we should do this live Burma style, but, uh, there was a standoff, maybe, um, arrested like nine people. Um, yeah, in Massachusetts, standoff, standoff, Massachusetts. Yeah, armed men identifying as Moors involved in housing standoff with police, but they didn't. They didn't talk about this. So the Moors, if you guys don't know who the Moors are, but that that was what the Muslims were called back in like the the uh, the uh, what was it when they were trying to re re recapture the Holy Land? I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, but like the Moors, yeah. So like there was a group of 
non-white people, they're all black dudes, and they were saying they're separatists, whatever. But like the the picture images, a lot that they were using were of white dudes. It's like a group of white dudes. It's like, oh, there's a standoff with lemon-membered people. And it wasn't until like a day later that I found that it was not white dudes. <laughs> like they were going hard not to tell people that. Um, I'm going to switch the... Share screen. Actually, as I'm looking at, you guys see this? All right. So this is the first time NPR puts this out. This is a day ago, but they're the only ones that say they see Moors. But like, if you have never heard about the Moors or studied history, and uh, like, is it the conquest? What was it? The freaking, I can't remember. The Crusades. Jesus, the Crusades. I lose words sometimes. We all, we all do it. But you have, uh, you guys see my screen here? Yep. Just a few few links. The Moors. But still, like, if this was white dudes, it would have been, like, white nationalist group arrested in a standoff. Like, the Rise of the Moors. Yeah, it's a non-white group. Website, Rise of the Moors. Sovereign Citizens. Ooh, let's go to the website. It's been taken down. Okay, not a white dude. We are Moorish Americans dedicated to educating new Moors and influencing our elders. Yes. <laughs> this is not the pictures that they were using to show people about what was happening. Oh, you're not seeing the page I went to. Dang it. Okay, so we'll go back. I got to show you this page. Is it? Okay. So you can see here the rise of the Moors, not white people, <laughs> which I don't, you know, people are frustrated, fed up. The government's not helping anybody out. Yeah, we got stuff about the Crusades, Knights of Templar, the Moors. I studied uh, a lot about that in a lot of my uh, world history classes in college. Which, again, this is no comment on them even. This is a comment on the news because they showed pictures of a bunch of white dudes with guns when, that, when the news broke. Media is the enemy. They're 100% the enemy. It's corporate. It's all corporate PR. That's all it is. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, it's been corporate PR since 2000. Well, the Telecommunications Act in 1997 gave the ability to these places to like uh, monopolize information. And that's, that's when we started getting corporate, really heavily inundated corporate PR as our news. Uh, yes, the... Uh, Yes, but the Crusades were to to take the lands back from the from the Muslim Moors who who were there. Constantinople, Istanbul, there's battles back and forth taking over that city. I remember reading about. Uh, yes, because that was the thing. They weren't called Muslims back then. They were called the Moors. Um, even in in that there was a the uh, um, the Robin Hood movie. 
with what's his name uh played he played the character friends with him who was a moor who's more from from africa um yeah Ah, they are not West Africans. Yes, they're not West Africans. But would you say they're more closely related to the Middle Eastern uh, Muslims or Islam? Um, they were definitely like a warring people. They took and conquered. There's a lot of interesting stories. It's been more than 20 years since I studied that stuff. So it's like a blip of a memory. You know, the, the, college, uh, the college scam, just memorize, repeat, get your grade type stuff you don't learn really much <laughs> um, oh dang <sighs> yeah man I just uh, I wish everybody would just get on board with America being the number one and understanding how great it is with all the problems that we've had in the past like you're not gonna get a better opportunity at success and freedom in this country or anywhere, I mean, in this world, than in America. You're just not. Yes, Costner and Freeman, that was what it is. You guys got my back, my memory holes. Next. Ah, North Africans, not, yeah, okay. Makes sense, not Arabs. But but Muslims, yes, okay. We're getting some, uh, some history. Lessons today on John Fish Knows Nothing and, uh, you know, some history and some uh, geography. Oh, man. It's David Chapman, Biden's ATF nominee, thought Waco was a peach. He, yeah, he thought he did a great job murdering all those people. For doing what? What did they do? Like, okay, like. I'm not saying it was right or he was good, but like what threat were they to anyone? Like what 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 were they gonna do? He like they had a compound and it was it was uh you know a cult leader and a bunch of simps and and the women who were giving him ass and you like I don't know man, maybe drop pamphlets, educational pamphlets over them rather than firebombing them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Berbers, Ottoman Turks. Yeah, man, there's so many intricacies of our past and history that people just don't ever pay attention to. You know, the the the, the Muslim uh, slave trade was huge, but like nobody ever talks about it. No one ever talks about it. Also in the news, what do you guys think about this stuff? Um, we gotta share screen again. A man, a man, Bill. Yes, know where I'm going. A man, Bill. What is your thoughts on Mr. Cosby, guys? Mr. Cosby's getting out. Technicality, technicality. Some people said, but it's all he said, she said, and um, I did not pay attention to the court procedures. I didn't pay attention to all that stuff. Right, so I don't know 100% what it's about, but. They basically said that he admitted to giving one woman uh, the drugs, but it was somebody who he'd had consensual relationships with over a period of time. But one time he did 
give her drugs. So they based his conviction conviction off of hearsay from the other women from that statement. The judge found that unconstitutional, which makes, I mean, because like makes sense. Like, I, I don't know if it was said, I talked to Jason Vermes about it on our show the other day, but um, I am still not yet to hear that, that it was uh, something that was put in unaware of, of her knowledge. And a lot of the stuff, you know, he's a powerful man. These women wanted something from him. I'm not saying stuff was right. He's, he's maybe a predator, but who's to say those women weren't predators trying to get something from him. They wanted jobs. They wanted writing stuff. They wanted, you know, they wanted him to make their career go forward further. It's the same situation with the Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah. He's a terrible, horrible piece of shit, awful person. But like those women knew what they were doing. Like, where's the accountability on the other side? You're knowingly going into a situation trying to get something from a guy and he's probably going to want sex from you. And you maybe know he wants sex from you. Like you have the ability to leave or walk away or whatever that situation. You know, you walk into Harvey Weinstein's bedroom at a hotel and he's in a towel and says, hey, why don't you give me a massage? Leave. Like you don't have any worth. You don't have any self-worth. Like you have to do that to get where you want in life. Like that's the only way you can do it. Fight back. I don't understand. I've always been somebody who fought back. I could have kept my mouth shut with the UFC and I'd be multimillionaire right now because I'd, I'd be making, you know, half a million dollars a fight. You know, even if I won one loss, won one loss, one, whatever. Like, I could have played a role. But like, fuck them. Fuck you. <laughs> like, you're not going to do some bullshit. I'm going to fight you. Fight you to the death. To the courts, at least. Um... Yeah, you guys got any opinions on Mr. Cosby and him getting freedom uh, from this situation? Oh, this is an interesting um, take from Adam here. Uh, I never heard about this. You're saying that Cosby wanted to buy NBC, so they went after him? Or was that, was that you're talking about Cosby or uh, the other... Fat rapist, the other fat rapist, <laughs> Weinstein. Was it Weinstein or Cosby? They wanted to buy NBC, so they went after him with the Me Too scam. Me Too is a I mean, it is definitely a weapon. It's a weapon to go after strong, powerful people, I think. Ah, this is a good point, too. Going to a married man's hotel room at one in the morning and willingly taking drugs only to bring it to court decades later. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> this also goes to show you guys, fight, 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 stand and fight, always stand and fight. Fight to the, the bloody end, the bitter bloody end, no matter what the cost, fight. Because that's what they want. They want pussies to roll over. They want you just to roll over and take it. We got you. Go away. Nope. Stand and fight. Don't stop fighting them. Yeah. This is a good one. We need to ask all male actors what happened to them in Weinstein's office. Yeah, there was uh, what's his name? Tom Tom uh, Hardy, right? The guy who plays Venom. He's my favorite character of his was uh, Bronson. That's one of my favorite movies ever. But like, he's a great actor. And he says, of course I've had gay sex. I'm an actor. <laughs> that was like a, some quote from somewhere. 
<laughs> that he, he he made, and it was like a it's a meme about like how how much do you really want it? How much do you really want it? Uh, I see. Cosby made a bid, so they didn't want his. They didn't want his. Yeah, it was a power move then. Like uh, you know, he had the money to do it. He had the sway to do it. So they had to take him down. Interesting. What's up, Chris? It's a good fourth. Having a good fourth. So yeah, man, it's just what is this? I don't even know what this word is. Weinstein has hermaphroditism that came out in the trial. I have no idea what that possibly means. <laughs> Send me a link with the definition or something. Uh, let's see what else. What else is going on, <clears throat> man? So yeah. So one of the things I want to talk to you guys too about is uh, fighting, fighting, and learning how to fight, and knowing how to fight. Uh, so this is a little meme I made. Right. Somebody made this post. There are legit a lot of dudes on this website who don't take anyone's political opinion seriously if they don't lift. Not if they don't read, not if they don't do activism or organize. If they don't lift, weights to get huge. Yeah. I said yes. I agree. Uh, I should also put in there, fight. You should know how to fight. You've never been punched in the face. You've never been choked. You've never had to face real adversity then uh, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care about your opinion. And if it's just some made up insecure adversity, well, these people don't like me because my hair is different or some other bullshit. Hey, yeah, I'm not listening to you. Do something real. Set a goal, push yourself through it, achieve, then maybe I'll, I'll pay attention to you. Oh, damn, he is. He has both sex organs, but male characteristics. That's wild. So he's got a vag. He's got a vag and over. I don't. That's weird. Because I, I took a lot of health classes in college, and we learned about hermaphrodites and uh, hermaphroditism. So that's weird. So like, in the formation of that, like you, you can't get two fully formed genitals. It, it, I don't think that's really possible. Usually, it's you know the uh, the testicles. You know, everything starts kind of the same and things start to split at a certain point. And like either testicles go up and become ovaries or they go down and they become testicles. The penis is like the clit, like it either grows out or whatever. So like hermaphrodite stuff is people who are stuck in between that thing. Maybe you have, you know, ovaries, but then your, your clit is overgrown. So you have like, you know, dick and ovaries. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they've rediscovered something new about it. But like, I wonder if there's pictures. <laughs> it seems seems like a stretch of a. How do you like show that in court? Like, how do you prove that in court? Like, they just didn't make it up. Um, quick fight question here. Uh, MMA question. Thoughts on Fedor versus Jake Hager? Are is that they did they make that fight? I don't know why they would make that fight. I mean, 
I guess they want to build Jake Hager up. I guess that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I think he's plenty ready for Fedor. Fedor has got a suspect chin. He's not what he used to be. These heavyweights are really big, really fast, really strong. Uh, Jake has wrestling ability, and I don't think he's been he's been uh, tested a lot as far as his chin. I don't think he's been you know taking damage. He's early off in his career. He's young. He's got a very very uh, plausible chance to to win this fight. I think it's a good. I think it's fine. There's a matchup for him. Mm. Is this Anderson? Anderson who? Anderson or Joe Lazan? Anderson, you mean, I don't even know who that is. I know Joe Lazan, but like Anderson, like a 85-pound Anderson? Green of the balls from diaries. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Pele versus GSP. Well, I mean, you have to. That's the thing is Pele fought in a time when you could headbutt, you had no gloves, knees, and soccer kicks. So it's a different, it's a hundred different, it's a hundred percent a different environment. Once you have headbutts, uh, you know. No stand-ups. They're not getting stood up. Like if you get taken down, you're you're down for thirty minutes, <laughs> right? It's a different world. Like it's hard to compare. Like what rule set? UFC rule set, Pride rule set, or or the NHB when Pele was was really dominant. Naysa didn't really have a lot of weight classes back then. You know, Chuck fought Pele. Like Chuck had twenty pounds on him. Uh, okay, so let me get back to uh, some of this stuff. All right, so I want to talk about the importance of fighting. And then I have a couple examples. This is one of the big examples. This is an old video. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this one. But this kid in a uh, hotel. And I think something happened with the guy's reservation got postponed, delayed, canceled whatever and the guy's upset and he's asking the kid like for help and he's putting pressure on the kid because the kid doesn't have any answers and let's just watch and see what the kid's way of handling things is so you want to get married and hit the computer because you made a mistake because your company made a mistake you want to take it out on me so why did you get mad and hit the computer why did you get mad and hit the computer i'm sure you on camera right i'm sure you're on camera <laughs> so this is the type of people they have working with. Wow. You gotta be kidding. Wow. Stand in the corner crying. This poor guy. Like, this kid never 
had to face any real adversity in his entire life, ever. He couldn't handle a simple confrontation of somebody asking him questions. And that video started after he'd already like snapped and hit the computer because you know something happened, something went wrong. If you guys don't spend any time working out or, or training how to fight and knowing how to fight, you're not gonna be able to handle anything. It is a prime example of not being able to take pressure because you've never been put into a pressure situation. Could you imagine if that guy was a fucking pilot or like a train operator or had an important job where people's lives were <laughs> at risk, not just checking people in at a fucking desk? Could you imagine? Like get your kids into some kind of combat sport or at least roughhouse with them, throw them around, you know? They need to face adversity. Otherwise, they're going to be crying in the corner of their little fucking workspace. Oh. Um, yeah. That boy is clearly not trained for either life, business, and fighting. If you train in fighting, if you know how to fight, doesn't mean you have to be a world champion. It doesn't mean you have to be a, the best guy ever, right? The idea of knowing how to fight is being hard to kill. It's the idea of being hard to kill. You prolong things, you defend yourself, you make them realize, oh, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to deal with this guy. This guy might hurt me. He's, he, you know, he already bit my finger off. He, he poked my eye, right? We're talking about fights. We're talking about life or death fights. We're not talking about sport. I'm not talking about jujitsu. I'm not talking about MMA, boxing, Muay Thai. No, like those are great sports that you train because they're going to put pressure on you. They're going to make you more comfortable in those situations, but they are limited by rules. I mean, learn how to fight, poke an eye, bite somebody's face off, <laughs> right? They're going to mess with you and fight you. They bring the fight to you, make sure they suffer for it. But um, this is a prime example of somebody who's never faced adversity. Like if, if you lose your, your shit, like this, like you need to, you need to get enrolled in, in something, even if it is just sport based, you need to figure out how to uh, be put in a bad situation and be calm. Yeah, it is scary. I hope, I hope your beard and your, your drink are okay. <clears throat> it's mental disorder. Well, it's, it's, it's coddling. You've been coddled so much in your life. You're not prepared for a real fight. You're not prepared for somebody pushing back on you. You're told you're a good boy. You're smart. You're nice. Just keep being nice and everything will work out. And nope, things are clearly not working out for that kid. Hope he's doing all right. Hope he could get into some jiu-jitsu classes. Yes, conflict does not always mean violence and it should never mean violence. Your goal to be capable of fighting means you know how to avoid conflict. You know how to handle conflict so violence doesn't happen. Being good at violence doesn't mean you're out doing violence a bunch. It means that you're able to avoid violence. You're able to keep other people safe from violence. We're not a fight, guys. <laughs> I am Jack's cracked monitor. It's <laughs> good. Oh, man. So that's one of my examples of why you need to learn how to fight. You need to learn how to fight, guys. Okay? It's not just... It's, it's great to go to jujitsu class and push yourself and go to Muay Thai and all that stuff and spar and, and do that stuff. But like you need, you need to spend a little bit of time actually learning some 
some self-defense type of tactics with with knowing how to fight. Okay, uh, you will be unbelievably surprised at how far a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of skill, and a little bit of training will go for you. Un unbelievably far, because most people are awful, absolutely awful at fighting, absolutely awful at fighting. Okay, uh, let's show some some examples. I think awful fighting. Okay, so here we go. It's some some high school. Somebody picking on somebody else, right? Terrible punches, terrible form, all over the place, falling all over the place. Right? Then on the legs, on a single leg, can't finish, can't do nothing. Right? People standing around filming, cheering. Ain't nobody coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save you. I don't know what happened here. I don't know who deserved what. Doesn't matter. You need to know how to fight. You need to know how to handle this situation so that you don't get the crab beat out of you, <clears throat> right? You do not need to get the crab beat out of you. A little bit of fight training, and it goes a very, very long way. Let's see if I, I had a whole thing before I forgot. What is this? So, learn how to fight. I have ways to help. I do, I do. You guys, first off, the best thing you can do is um, email, let's consulting marketing, but email Leah is also for fight training. Leah at jobfish.net. And you have me for a seminar. Have me for small groups. I'll put things together for you. Basic ways to fight and be ready and be safe and not have to, you know, live in fear. That's one of the best ways you, you can learn how to fight. You can take the skills you already have. I'll help you uh, expand on those things with a fight mentality. Like, where should I be? What should I be fighting? To? What are my goals in these positions? A lot of people just teach techniques. You don't just want to learn the techniques. You want to learn principles, like concepts, like systems of where, where to go, where to flow from here to here to here. Like why? If you're unable to get a hold of me and uh, have me teach a small group or seminar for you, I have stuff available. Okay. I have stuff available on uh, Gumroad. I think I have the link, the link tree link in the uh, description of the video here. Go there and you can get some training. Uh, for, for today, and it'll end sometime tomorrow when I remember to take the thing down. But if you get the 12-minute bike course, uh, it's 20% off if you use America. America at the checkout. That's the code. Use the code America. You'll get 20% off. 12 minute bike course. Get yourself in shape. And uh, if, if, man, even if you know how to fight, if you're not in shape, you're not going to be able to fight. 
you need to have cardio. And this is great fat burning cardio, but it's also great fight cardio. Most fights, especially street fights, they're not going to last 12 minutes. They're not. So if you can go through and blast through 12 minute bike course, get ripped, look good, have that cardio to go hard for five, not five minutes, but 12 minutes, you're going to have a lot more confidence. You're going to be a lot more capable of actually fighting. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, so code America and you can get 20% off the, the, the 12 minute bike fat burning course. We also have um, some other seminars and small group stuff that I filmed and I put up. The uh, Indian land MMA public seminar, seminar small group. Uh, you can buy those together. Buy those together, you get uh, a discount or you can buy them separate. You can uh, read through those, see what they offer. I have a turtle smashing course that I did up in Portland, showing people what to do when somebody turtles up, how to smash that stuff. Is this the whole thing? Oh yeah, I have my whole video from that trip. I need some entertainment there too, guys. Uh, but I went up to Portland, taught a, a seminar, charity event, and uh, it was good. But this one, this is the one that I think a lot of you guys can benefit from for self-defense and uh, knowing how to handle yourself in a situation. Because when it's a striking fight, when you're throwing strikes with people, it's 50-50 a lot of times. The quicker person, the more powerful person, if they land first, they're the one that's going to win. Because when you don't have, when you don't have gloves, a headgear or whatever to protect you, like it only takes one. It only takes one. And, and if you're in the street, I'd rather not take that one. I'd rather not risk that because you get knocked out and then you're, uh, you're just a lump and it's up to them to do whatever they want to, to you. Hand fighting seminar. Um, I did this and we were in a gi when we were teaching us, but all the techniques are the same, no gi. But if you can force clinch, get in tight, you can control a lot of shit without getting hit. And that's a uh, much better strategy, I believe. You add, you add the hand fighting seminar together with the, uh, the small group private. The small group, group private deals with fitting in. I call it fitting in. Like you fit puzzle pieces together, they fit in. So you make the guy miss, you fit in, you get into his hips. So you, you, you pair those two uh, lessons together you're going to get a lot out of it in order to close the distance and then dominate the guy in a clinch. You're not going to even have to get hit. Like, and especially in today's environment where you have like Antifa and all these people doing shit and you fight back, they come after you. Well, if you can keep from hitting them, if you can uh, use the clinch game, tie them up, push them around, they're probably going to leave you alone because they want to fight weak people. And if you look like you know what you're doing, they're going to leave you alone. But you're also going to maybe avoid charges by, you know, hitting one of these little limp-wristed guys with their skateboards. But, you know, I don't know. Put in that situation where you're surrounded by people, it may be better to, you know, risk. Uh, it's better to face 
12 of your peers in the courtroom than it is to face a mob because that mob's probably going to kill you. It's better to face 12 than to be carried by six. That's the, that's the saying, I believe. Um, but yeah, guys. Get educated in violence. You need to know. You need to learn. Nobody is going to save you. You're right. Yes, Joe Schilling clipped some dude at a bar. But that guy, man, Joe put himself in a lot of trouble because he filmed it, and it looked like it was a setup. Like, they, they were filming knowing that that confrontation was probably going to happen because that guy was being an asshole. And I'm sorry, but being an asshole isn't illegal. You, you, it's not illegal to be an asshole. It's illegal to, like, put hands on people and, and push people and touch people and, and throw things at people. You can't assault. You can't, you can't perform battery. You can't do those things. Um, he could get himself in a lot of trouble, depending on how that plays out. Like, part of me believes in barbaria, bar, barbarism, barbarianism. You know, somebody says, shit, get the crap out of it. But at the same time, like, there's still a legal system that's going to, you know, take your life away from you, take things from you for, for, for doing that. So... I don't know if it was a smart thing for Joe to be doing. Uh, you know, like it's not illegal to be an asshole. So for you to fuck somebody up for being an asshole, like there's a good chance you go to prison or you get sued for a lot of money. If that asshole starts putting uh, hands on people, well, he's no longer an asshole. He's committing assault. Like and then now you do self-defense. That's fine. If that guy would have swung at Joe first uh, and hit him, I, you know, Joe should have, I think, I think I flinched at him to scare him and Joe hit him. So his argument's going to have to be like, I was afraid for my life because he made a move like he was going to hit me. But that's his whole case is going to rely on that. I don't know if that's good enough. He should have waited till the guy um, hit him. Get the guy to hit you first. Nobody's come to save you. Get up social. A lot of people need to get up social media. And yeah, Joe is not a dude to F with. And a lot of dudes are not the dudes to F with. But again, I say it, being an asshole is not illegal. You know, if uh, he would have played that a different way to get the guy to put hands on him first, or, uh, you know, he should have sent the chick up, make the guy put his hands on the chick. And then nobody's going to, nobody's going to say shit, stomping the shit out of the guy though. You got to be smart though, guys. Sometimes, sometimes it's not worth being a hero. Tyler Durden is a stupid name. Says uh, I enjoyed watching it, but it's unfortunate that the that he posted it. I'm going to get sued by a dude who probably deserved it. Hundred percent. He's probably going to get sued. Somebody who deserved it. And I mean, he should have done it without um, filming it, or he definitely should have got the guy to hit him first. Should have got the guy to hit him first, because then you have an argument. He attacked me. But if he doesn't. And then he's just an asshole and you're putting yourself at risk. Be careful guys. Mitigated risk. That's what life's about. Mitigated risks. And knowing how to fight after kingdom. What's up, buddy? Effie is going to be on the show next week. We're going to talk about chicks, lots of chicks, right? It'd be a good show. Make sure you guys, uh, give him a follow. Watch his podcasts, watch his streams. He's on, uh, Instagram also. Um, 
yeah, he's going to get sued. Yeah, hopefully, hope I hope he does all right. But like, yeah, it, it's not. It wasn't good. It's like you're happy to see a piece of shit get beat up, you know? Like he flinched at him, like just for that. I'm like, beat his ass. But like the court of law is gonna throw the book at him, you know? Well, I hope it plays out well for him. I really do. But careful, guys. Mitigated risks. Uh, yeah, it's true. Lawyers are the ones that make the, the most of the money on this stuff. And then here you go. You say, I'm not worried about Antifa. And this is one of those things too, mitigated risks. You're going to have to, you know, be aware that there's a bunch of them and you need to know how to fight because, you know, if they, they surround you or whatever, there's people around. Part of knowing how to fight is like understanding like what you can do, what your limitations are. And if there's 12 guys with weapons and skateboards, it's, uh, it's not probably a great idea to engage. If you're going to go to protests, if you're going to go to things where the anti-protesters and Antifa is going to show up, you better have a group. You need a unit. You need a unit of people. If you're if you're a female and you're going to these events, like they will hit you, they will throw things at you, they will beat you as a woman, and the left will say nothing about it. The police will not intervene. They don't want to do shit about it. So you're on your own. So if you're your mom, sister, cousin, somebody wants to go protest something against somebody make sure they have a crew of men with them it's just the way it has to be and you're gonna have to know how to fight yourself and stand your ground and like man like it makes me it irritates me because they're like you know the proud boys and some of those guys were going out to these events and other people were going to counter protest and they're getting in fights with the antifa guys like they're no better they're fat out of shape and they don't know how to train they haven't trained either so it's like you know you got you got skinny white kids who are in college who think they know everything dressed in black who don't know how to fight. And then you have, you know, blue collar workers who are kind of fat and out of shape and don't know how to fight. It's just, it's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly to watch people just flop around, not knowing what the hell they're doing. Train, train a little bit, guys. Find an instructor, find somewhere. You know, there's other, there's other like martial arts, there's other, not just martial arts, like non-sport martial art things to learn. Uh, you know, um, SOC P, I got the Modern Army Combatants Program certifications. There's the SPEAR program. You know, I think Fit Smash, my program, Fit Smash is superior to all of those. But, like, those are at least things that are geared towards a real fight. Krav Maga, even. Geared toward a real, real fight. Uh, Krav Maga, I think, is a little bit commercialized. And you're going to have to find the right instructor with that. Um, but, Yeah. Yep, that will be the defense. He threw the feint at him. But I mean, he's gonna it's gonna look like he's premeditated it. Like he premeditated the interaction because they were filming it. They set it up. Like he walked a direct path by the guy. You could tell he was ready. He was ready for that guy to say something to him or do something, be rude to him. Yeah. I hope I hope it works out well for him, man. I do. It sucked. <laughs> Go ahead, man. That guy was an asshole. School boards, city councils, yeah, it's getting out of control. Like this shit that's happening, it's becoming. It's it's like the fucking struggle sessions and the Great Leap Forward and all that bullshit in China. Like I, I can't even believe this shit is playing out. Like I studied, <laughs> I studied that stuff in college, at a, at a TA that was from China, and I didn't really understand 
the depth of a lot of the stuff she was saying. And like, she was like afraid to teach this stuff to us. Almost like she was afraid that people were going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're speaking bad about communist China. But like, we were just a bunch of dumb white kids in that class. And like, we didn't understand what was going on. I just thought Chinese people were weird. I didn't understand it was like this ideology that rots your brain. It didn't matter what race or country or whatever you're from. Communism is a brain rot. It's a disease, mind disease. Yeah, they'll only surround you. Yeah, it's Antifa. They only surround you if you're out. In, yeah, when it's if you're a weak person and they are have you outnumbered like five to one. Otherwise, they will not confront you. They will not confront you one on one. They will not confront anybody that looks like they know how to fight. That's for sure. At all. They, they surround women. They surround women, push women and, and old dudes around. Like a little a little pasture there. There's the, the wee spa thing, right? There's a guy or the transgender person in the female bathroom waving his dick around. And there's little girls in there. And like, I'm sorry, man, but like, if I'm at a gym or something and there's little kids in the bathroom, like I've gone to swimming and taken my kids places to whatever we go into a stall or we go, whatever we I hide them. Like, I don't want the kids out there. I don't want them to see me walk around naked. Like they don't need to see my dick. Nobody in that, you know, unless it's a hundred percent all male uh, locker room, I'm still covering up. I still put on my towel, but like if there's little children around, I'm definitely not going to be waving my dick around. It doesn't happen. It's inappropriate. Those kids don't need to see that shit. They don't need to see it at all. And uh, that happened. And then they kicked the lady out who complained that her and little children saw this person's dick. And then there's people like uh, protesting this wee spa down in LA now. And like women are getting beat by Antifa. I can't, I mean, I don't know, man. And, and the news isn't going to cover it. They're going to cover the people who are protesting the wee spa as the racists and the bigots. Wild, wild times. Who was it? Yeah, the street preacher. Street preacher all by himself with a megaphone and a sign surrounding him and beat his ass. It's all bloodied up. Like, I don't agree with that guy, but like, he doesn't deserve to get his ass beat for having a shitty opinion. Or maybe you agree with his opinion. I don't know. Maybe the religious fanatics in the 80s were right about all this shit that's going on now. It's wild. Yes, they are. They are just. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing now too is like a lot of people are saying that the American flag is racist, trying to take our, our freedoms away. They want everything in chaos. Leave the flea. What's up, man? How are them fireworks? Yeah. They're, they're mostly um, in the big cities and college areas. They're all like educated, rich white kids, most of them. Like, uh, yeah, I would say nine, nine, <laughs> I'd say nine out of 10 Antifa members are white and go to college. Crab guy, are you, are you, uh, you laughing at Krav Maga? So Krav Maga is supposed to be based off Israeli, you know, fighting stuff. Israeli army uses that stuff, and like some of the techniques are are fine, but it's been really watered down. It's commercialized, you know. 
your aunt could get a black belt in Krav Maga. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they teach like the techniques are, are okay, but like, yeah, I don't know. The delivery system's a little bit soft. And again, it depends on your instructor. I've heard people who like don't F around and teach real shit. It's kind of like you're a karate instructor. Do Kokushin karate and make the kids spar or you just break boards and go hi in the air. Do the sparring stuff. Idaho is very different, he says. I mean, everywhere is, is very different. It's California, New York. That's I saw a map on Twitter the other day. It was pretty funny. How how people outside of the U.S. see America, and it's it was uh, California blue, New York blue, and then uh, the middle was Texas. <laughs> That's how the outside world sees everybody. <laughs> what is that? What is a symbol? Okay, it's this. Uh, Coeur d'Alene. I've been to Coeur d'Alene. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I wasn't there in the wintertime, though. I'm not a big snow guy. But I guess people, in summertime, it's like lake vacation stuff. And then wintertime, they go, they go snowing. So they get a good amount of uh, people coming in and out to take advantage of those situations. Do some skiing or do some uh, snow skiing. Water skiing or snow skiing. <laughs> not mad in traffic that's a good, good that's good i just don't go anywhere i'm just always at home so i can avoid traffic yep you are 100 with this one he says but i was told that the lbg whatever uh exposing themselves to children would never happen and was just right-wing fear-mongering you're right that's what we were all told but now it's happening Oh, that will never happen. You'll never have a trans person go into a woman's bathroom and flash your dick around. It's happened. It's happened a few times. But yeah, this is funny too, is that the, the women, the women fucked themselves over. The feminists, they're fucked. Like now they're allowing uh, transgender people. You see, have you seen about the transgender bodybuilder in the Olympics? So the limits that they're allowed, the females, all right, so male to female, they're allowed to compete if they keep their um, if they keep their testosterone levels below. It's around it's around two ninety or three hundred something like that. If they keep it below three hundred for four years, they qualify and compete in women's sports or the at least the Olympics. And this powerlifter has and people argue, oh, see, like it's really low testosterone. It's not. An advantage it's the same but like they don't tell you that natural women don't really get past 70 nanograms per deciliter okay so 300 for a man is not good it's not good you're gonna suffer from uh anxiety depression you're gonna start getting body fat and bitch tits and stuff like that it's not healthy for you you should be putting on testosterone boosters if you get that low or you need to change your diet and you start working out and you need to get that shit above 500 but you know, even 450 is not terrible. But they're saying that a male to female can compete against a female, and they have three times, at least three times as much testosterone as those females are competing against at the time. Plus, they've had their whole life up to that point with male testosterone levels. They've got the bone density, the muscle mass. Like, I really don't understand. 
you know, but you know what? They're the ones that voted for it. They're the ones that voted for it. Now they're reaping their votes. Elect women. Unless it's going to get taken down. I don't care, though, because uh, I'm on Rockfin also, and Rockfin is freedom. And I can say whatever I want to on Rockfin. Um, yeah, so I'll say whatever I want to. And if YouTube wants to kick me off, I don't give a shit. I'll just put all my stuff on, on uh, Rockfin. Uh, but, yeah, fucking we need to all start fighting back. We need to just, you know. We need to fight back. This is it's getting ridiculous. Very ridiculous. The flea, awesome fireworks. It's awesome, man. Yep, still proud to be an American, but it's fight Biden. <laughs> Overweight women with black belt, legit karate. Uh, yeah, I've seen a number of those in uh, Taekwondo too, teaching weapon disarms. For like knives and guns. It was dad walked into the gym one day and saw that. About shit my pants. It's a really nice lady, and I didn't want to like correct her and be like, you should not be teaching people this. This is wrong. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You can't even kick above your waist, but you're a black belt and you're teaching people like weapon weapons training stuff. <laughs> yeah, if it's taught in a strip mall, it may not be uh, pure Krav Maga. You're, you are correct, maybe. But always check your teacher's credentials, histories, capabilities. Uh, I've been to a lot of cool places, man. I've been to a lot of cool places. I can't just say one. Brazil, Rio was pretty fantastic. Uh, Japan, Tokyo was pretty fucking amazing. I had a great time in, in uh, Vietnam, Thailand. They were all pretty good. Oh, what is this? Let's see this. MMA press room is saying you should see the NC NSAC's allowable test EPI test ratio. Normal males have one to one ratio, and the NSAC allows something up to six to one ratio. Think about that. They've changed it. It used to be something like that. That's why a lot of guys liked fighting in Vegas. Uh, but they, I think it might be down to three to one now. Three to one or four to one. But it was something crazy. And yeah, so like that was the scam. That was when I took steroids. That was what I was trying to do. I was trying to play that scam because they said, as long as you kept your ratio underneath this certain amount, you're fine. So I was doing uh, low amounts of testosterone. I was doing 100 to 150, uh, I think the measurements, milligrams per, per week. So I did two injections, either 50 or 75. And the, the internet told me that if I did that, my levels would stay below the three to one ratio and I wouldn't get popped. They wouldn't know that my, my test levels were off or funky. Um, but the, I mean, yeah, it didn't work though. <laughs> it didn't work though. Uh, first off, the amount of testosterone I was taking wasn't enough to actually do anything. I was told that you know, if you keep your testosterone levels about the same, but it's synthetic, like your performance will go way up. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice any benefit in my performance. Diet and diet was really easy because I did anything and I was ripped. That was the biggest benefit. That was the only benefit I could really say towards fighting. 
Okay. Cause like the massive erections I had all day long, that wasn't a benefit for fighting. <laughs> like that probably led to my divorce. <laughs> she got tired of the boners. Um, but yeah, the, uh, that was the thing. That was a scam. And a lot of guys were doing that, but I, I didn't realize until later, I found out later that guys were using the testosterone the way I was, but then three weeks before they would stop and they would use a topical gel. Like you can get topical uh, testosterone gels and that would keep your stuff lower. Cause when I got popped, I got popped at nine to one. That's my ratio. And because I was above the accepted ratio, they sent the blood to a, uh, to get another test to test it for synthetics. Right. And they don't test synthetics right away because it costs too much, which, which is stupid because they should just be testing synthetic testing for synthetic testosterone from, from this jumps off. Like, like everything should be test them for, uh, you know, synthetic testosterone. So I don't know if they're doing that now, if they're just still just testing levels, but that was the scam. I tried to get it on it because that's what everybody else is doing. And I thought I was missing out. It was a stupid mistake, but is what it is, man. Live and learn. Yep. Put something in between you and the attacker. Get out. Get away. You don't need to be there. Don't be a hero. Get away. Uh, I'd be interested. I'm going to go into the gym tomorrow. Shale's grappling. Underground submission. Submission underground. I could uh, could be interesting. I would try it out. But uh, I'm going to go into the gym this week, a.k.a. and see how I feel. Because I'm much bigger. I'm a lot bigger. I want to see how my body moves moving around 220, 225. And see, I uh, just getting in a little bit better shape, see how much, you know, weight I might lose. Cause like I may, I may lose 10 pounds just because I pick up the cardio and pick up the effort of stuff I'm doing. Maybe not though. I kind of hope I'm, I, I just lean out and I'm a solid 220. That's really what I'd like to be. And see if I can keep bumping that weight a little bit higher. If I could hit like 230 solid, I might come back if I heavyweight just to fucking do it because <laughs> I think it'd be funny. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to get hit uh, by a big dude that's 260 if I weigh 220. 40 pounds seems like a lot. But if I was like 230, I seem like a solid 230, I could put on a little fluff and uh, compete. But I don't know if I want to do that. All right, guys, we've gone over an hour. That was a fun, uh, fun 4th of July show, dudes. I hope everybody has a beautiful 4th of July. We need to keep fighting for our freedoms because they want to take them away. They want us to be China. The, the rich oligarchs, Charlie Munger and those mother grabbers, were talking about how great China's economic system is and how they'd love to have some of those things for themselves. Yeah, they, they want slavery. They want all of us to be slaves. You're going to have the billionaire class and the rest of us are slaves. Wake up, people. Wake the F up. 100%. Stay savage, not average, my friends. Stay savage, not average. Check out the, the courses. Okay? I got the tools to help you make yourself harder to kill. I'll be putting together more courses. I'll be doing seminars, small groups, stuff like that. I got some more editing to do some stuff or put up on social medias, working with some people. I've been working with an officer in San Francisco, and I'm convinced that these guys are purposely undertrained on purpose. They want these guys to not know what they're doing. 
and they teach them bullshit that's going to get them in trouble. They don't want these guys to know what they're doing. They don't. They really don't. It's kind of sad to see. Um, but yeah, reach out. You email me or email Leah, right? Leah at jumpers.net. It's also for the uh, seminars, small groups, private lessons. All right, guys. Take it easy. Enjoy your 4th of July. <clears throat> Which one are we going to sing here, huh? We got, we got. All right, I like this. We're with giant cats because I want some American music. Early one morning, making the rounds. Took a shot of cooking and I shot my woman down. Went right home and I went to bed. Stuck that loving Ford for beneath my head. Got up the next morning and I grabbed that gun. Two shot of cocaine and away I run. Run real good, but I run too slow. They overtook my ass in Juarez, Mexico. And I had joints taking a pills. Walked a sheriff from Jericho Hill. Said, Will it be your name is not Jack Brown? You're that dirty hack that shot that bad bitch down. Said, Oh, yes, my name is Billy. Got a warrant just to read it to me. Shot her down cause she made me sore. Thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. Put me on a train and they took me back. Had no friends to forego my bail. Locked my dried up carcass in that county jail. Early the next morning, by half past nine. Spot the sheriff coming down the line. Up he coughed as he cleared his throat. Say, come on, you dirty hack, to the district court. To the courtroom, I tried me. I was handled by the honest men just before the jury started. I seen that little judge come and said, Look what about? And about five minutes, he walked a man holding the verdict in his right hand. Verdict read in the first degree. Hollered, Lordy, Lordy, have mercy on me. Judge, he smiled as he picked up his pen. Nine-nine years in the wholesome pen. Nine-nine years underneath that ground. I can't forget the day I shot that bad bitch down. Oh. You gotta listen to me. All that whiskey and let that cocaine be. It's almost good. Screwed up right there. That's all right, man. Happy uh, fourth, everybody. New York City made effective police techniques illegal. Yep. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great fourth. Celebrate your freedoms because we don't know how much longer we're going to have them. <laughs>